no one's really standing out with their copy. So, I mean, the first thing I would do is just go to GPT and say, hey, rewrite this in a way that's more vibrant and engaging. So today we are going to talk about uh, AI and, and more specifically chat GPT. That's been, I think it, it will probably be the word of the year for marketing in 2023 is chat GPT or GPT, AI, machine learning, all of that. It's it's everywhere. I can't get it out of my social media news feeds. Do you feel the same, Dallas? It's probably going to be the term. Yeah, it's probably going to be the term of the year for a few years. I mean, because um, it really it's just it's flipping so many things on its head. You know, I mean, it's uh, yeah. it, it for for people that have a good understanding of the strategy and whatnot, it's going to be really, really good. Um, and, and it's really going to allow you to optimize your your teams. Oh. But it is a little scary to, to think about how much it's going to change things. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was we were chatting before this about, um, you know, now they're kind of slowly rolling this out. If you're looking for a house, you can you'll eventually be able to hook it up with Zillow and instead of having to search through listings, which, you know, may still be fun for you, but for a lot of people, they, they can just use like the Zillow chat GPT thing to say, I'm looking for, you know, a three bedroom, one and a half bath in this area. And then GPT will hook up to Zillow's results and pull all the information in. And then in three seconds, give you like the exact uh, kinds of houses you're looking for. And it's all in like a, a chat format. So you can say, um, maybe something with a little more square footage. So it just feels like this natural conversation you're having. Uh, and I think a lot of people are going to like that. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what, how would you, how would you describe, cause I think, you know, we, we have a lot of conversations with our partners about what is it, how does it work? So when, when you talk about chat GPT, like how would you describe that to people, especially, you know, specifically senior living, marketing execs, marketing VPs, community marketing directors, EDs, like how, how would you explain this tool? Yeah. So the, the, I think like a technical definition and here, I, I'll give, I'll give chat GPT's definition of itself. Um, it says ChatGPT is an AI language model created by OpenAI that can communicate with humans in natural language. So that's its own definition of itself. Um, but I think, I mean, really, what it what most people think of it as is like um, a a twenty four seven kind of chat bot response ish kind of thing it's like if you try to think i would push back on that just a little bit though because it's not a chat bot right like it's if a chat bot has this much brain power chat gpt has 20 story building brain power in my opinion yeah no i i yeah i think we when i think of chat bot i think of just like i, I don't think about the at&t chatbot that everyone hates because now now when i think of chatbot like this is i i put this into that expectation of like this is what it really is um because so typically in the past how chatbots would work is uh, a company would load up their chatbot with maybe like keywords or phrases or triggers and so so for example let's talk senior living um so there are some popular um, chatbots out there, and this is kind of the model they run by. There's a lot of phrases and keywords in the back end. So if you say, um, do you accept pets? 
it's not actually reading and understanding the question, do you accept pets? It's just looking for a keyword or a phrase that it recognizes. So it's going to see pets and then it's going to spit out its canned answer about pets. Um, but if you said something more specific, like, do you accept golden retrievers? It may not be able to really pick up on that, that you're asking about a specific pet. So that's kind of like how chatbots of the past work but now it's well that and i mean there's also a lot of them out there that it just basically gives them 10 buttons and says which of these questions do you have and if your question is not on that button yeah you send an email and then it goes to somebody's email inbox to die yeah yeah so fast forward to you know today how how really good chatbots work is that it's it's from what ChatGPT said, it's an AI language model. It can take in what you're asking and then spit back out uh, an answer that's very customized to what you've actually put in. So ChatGPT, you can go to their website today and play around with it. You can just go to Google, type in ChatGPT, and it'll be the first result. You can sign up for a free account and play around with it. But essentially what it is, is you can ask it questions about anything. You can tell it to write you a paper on George Washington and it'll spit it out. Um, so it's it's a phenomenal, phenomenal tool. It's changing so many things um, because of how and it's getting it better and better really quickly. Oh, it's right. Like, like, yeah. like the improvements they've made in just the past two months um, have exponentially improved the tool already and they're going to continue to do it. So, I mean, yep. you know, if you haven't if you haven't had this discussion and, and here's the deal. So this is going to change everything when it comes to, especially your online marketing. If you are not having discussions internally about how to use AI, how to leverage this, how to work it into your sales engineering process, which by the way, uh, if you have not built that sales engine, if you're not engineered that sales process, you also need to do that, right? Like Because what's going to happen is a lot of companies have already done this where they've taken some of the the responsibilities away from the sales director right like historically the sales director is responsible for generating leads cultivating those leads turning those leads into a tour getting them you know, and then and then closing the tour ultimately into a move-in right what the really successful companies are doing though is dividing up the labor in sales just like we do in every other Part of the company right you know you don't have one person that does all the accounting you have accounts receivable accounts billable you've got finance you've got it's the same thing sales though for as long as and this isn't just senior living i mean sales has historically been like this independent lone ranger out there doing it all right and the speed at which things are moving is really making that harder and harder to do because for you to have a good website and especially now with these AI tools that are able to respond to people in a much, much more conversational, human-like manner, you're going to start converting way more of your web traffic into leads, or you should, right? If you do this right, you know, right now, I would say on average, when we talk to somebody, if they've got 500 visitors coming to their website a month, they're probably getting about five tours a month, right? One out of 100, maybe. Actually, I'll take that back. It's actually probably closer to two. If they've got 500 visitors, they're probably getting somewhere between two and five tours from their website a month. And 
the issue is is that so many people come to the website and they don't get the information they're looking for they don't get the questions answered that they're looking for um you know they they're just not getting the info that they want so when you put tools like this on your website now all of a sudden instead of getting two to five tours and 20 leads now you're getting 100 150 200 leads and turning that into you know 15 20 30 40 tours depending on your sales process one person can't handle that two people can't handle that probably and so you've got to have these systems in place that can efficiently but accurately move people through that website on its own that's why we call our tool the move-in machine because that's what it does right it, it, we, we we do not we're not really in the business of generating more traffic to your website we're in the business of turning that website into a machine uh, that books those tours for you. So uh, we do have partners that can help you with, if you need more traffic, we do have uh, some partners that can help you with that. But, you know, this is going to change things. And if you haven't read the book, The Machine by Justin Roth Marsh, it really talks about this in depth, about how to, how to go from the, the old school mentality of having your sales director do everything for the community um, and how to break that up. It's really, really fascinating. Um, I'm working on getting Justin on for a podcast as well, but uh, it's a really, really good book if you're not familiar with this model. And and a big piece of this model is automating the stuff that can be automated. And AI makes it significantly easier than it was a year ago, right? The, the so so you have you first of all you need to get the understanding of, of of why this works and why this is going to change everything, and then start building that plan. To, to make it part of your process. And I'll tell you, you're gonna get some resistance at the community level to this, right? Marketing directors are used to having full control over the whole sales process. So you do, you, when, when you're doing this, and you're thinking about doing this, and then integrating these engineered sales processes into your company, just know that you're gonna have to explain the why again and again and again. Like, like, like hey, if if judy has worked in the industry for 25 years and she's great at the development and getting leads in there is probably some elements she can continue to do but as far as the website goes especially we want that to be kind of a different flow and by we i just mean if, if you're gonna if you're gonna use this system and say yes this makes sense then that's got to be separate because that they simply can't handle the flow of leads so the other thing too why you've got to make this happen um is that the as this becomes more and more ingrained into people's everyday life right as we all start using ai in everything that we do um you know think about what amazon did to the review world right when amazon started having a review for every single product on earth it just became part of our psychological makeup to start looking for, oh, what's the review score, right? You can't buy anything now without seeing that if it's three stars, four stars, five stars, including senior living communities. So, you know, this is going to be just as maybe even more embraced by people. And so as your adult children get younger and younger and younger into the other generations, you're going to have to have this in place. Mm -hmm. and, and when I say younger and younger, I mean, like, you need it now. Yeah. Because the the forty five to fifty five year old crowd, they are using Amazon, right? 
and Amazon is going to use this in all of your shopping, all of your buying habits. It's going to be integrated into your smartphones so that it's just so stinking easy, right? Like this makes Alexa and Siri Ugh. seem a hundred years yeah, old. I can't stand Siri. The now. power that this has, yeah. right? Like the power that this has, I get so upset when I say something to Alexa and she doesn't play the song I want or do whatever I want because I'm so used to now having this kind of response. So you're going to see this integrated. I guarantee you Amazon's going to build this into Alexa. It's going to get added into Siri. Google's already using Bard, which is, by the way, the worst name ever for <laughs> any of the tools I've ever heard of. Um, but this is going to be the next big technological revolution. And I actually, it's not going to be. It is. It's here. Yep. And so you've got to have this plan in place because this is going to change everything. And the communities that don't do this, you're going to be you're going to be left behind. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about um, how you can actually just use chat GPT um, with everyday items or everyday situations that you're coming across. So, um, again, how you access it, just go to Google, type in chat GPT. It'll probably be the first result. You click on that link and then you'll see a link that says try chat GPT and then you sign in or whatever. So um, how can you use this? So uh, one thing would be um, you can have it uh, read your content, your brochures, your website copy, and reproduce it in a way that's more understandable, more engaging. Because when we we're on websites all the time, reading copy from senior living communities, and as I'm sure you could imagine, it is all the same. Everyone thinks that, you know, they really are a family. Everyone thinks that it's, you know, really, home away from it's home. really a home away from home. Um, everyone has the same vision and mission. And so that just, it makes life better for seniors. Make life better for seniors. Yeah. And, and so no, no one's really standing out with their copy. So, I mean, the first thing I would do is just go to GPT and say, Hey, rewrite this in a way that's more vibrant and engaging. And if you have a favorite author, you can tell it, Hey, rewrite this in the, um, you know, voice of Ernest Hemingway. Um, I don't know if that's the voice you'd want on your website, but I mean, that's just an idea. You can, you can put it in the tone of any kind of author. Um, now, what I will say is ChatGPT, don't just copy and paste whatever it produces because it is kind of notorious for making up information. And which is why I would also say, as far as your chat widget goes, you don't want to use it just natively, right? Like, find, we have a tool. There's tools out there. You can use it as our tool if you want. Um, but we have a tool that basically gives it some guidelines and says, hey, if it's not in this information, then you respond with you don't know and you'll find out, basically, right? Like, yeah. in, not that exact language, but that's the message that we want to come across. And we connect them to the senior living community and move them on from there. But 99% of the time, if we have all the information we need from you, it's it's going to give them the info they need. Yeah, don't don't use it natively because like I, I've gone on there before and, and just for fun had it write something uh, about George Washington and it will cite a source and then I'll kind of push back and say, hey, can you send me the web website link to that source? And it's like, oh, actually, I can't find it. So it's like, OK, I mean, if you're just using chat GPT from the website, it's great at producing ideas and content, but you'll need some hum some human oversight on that before you before you would then take what it has and then put it public but like dallas was saying 
um, to put it on an actual website would be a huge mistake because uh, from what I've seen, it, it really just kind of wants to make the user happy and it's very agreeable. And so uh, if you put it on your website, someone may go on there and say, don't you think you should offer me $500 off, you know, on my rent every month? And it would probably say, that's a great idea. We do have a current discount running for $500 off. So you don't want to just put it on your website. Uh, that would be a bad, bad idea. And if you have questions about that, reach out to us. All right, yep. we're ha I'm happy to hop on a call with you and explain this in more detail. But you definitely want to have some sort of tool on top of ChatGPT yep. that gives it guidelines and keeps it on the rails. Yep. Right? You don't want it just doing its own thing um, because that can that can lead to some, some yep. messy situations. So just a couple of other ideas. If you are in charge of creating social media content for your communities, or if you're hearing that like that's your marketing directors are having an issue with that. Maybe it's your activity people that handle that, but that's a great prompt to give ChatGPT is to say, hey, can you give me a 30-day outline for social media posts for a senior living community? And it will spit it out immediately. And it's usually great. I mean, that that's the kind of stuff where you look at that and go, oh, this is, this is almost flawless, uh, what they will produce. So that's an idea. If someone leaves you a Google review and you want to respond and you want to say something more than just thanks for the review, put in their review and it will spit back out uh, just like a, a sample of what you could put in there. A lot of times it's good enough to where you can just copy and paste it into Google. Other times you've got to kind of change it and, and tweak it. But uh, so those are some ideas. Dallas, do you have any more ideas about um, I mean, there's the ideas are limitless, but any more that are really, really good? Yeah, I mean, basically, anytime you don't know how to say something, mm -hmm. ask it. It'll give you some suggestions, and you can go with it. So if you're trying to figure out how to follow up with an email or whatever, you know, give it a whirl. Um, I know Julie Potowitz over at um, Grow Your Occupancy is working on a really cool tool as well uh, that she's kind of built the guidelines for it. Where uh, even on your sales, your sales team can message her little chat widget, and it will give them sales tips. So mm. if they're like, Hey, I got, I got this objection. How should I handle this objection? Her, you know, a combination of AI and her staff will answer the questions for them. So uh, it's a really cool, uh, the, the, the short answer is it can give you pretty much any information that you want. Right. So you know, if you've got a staff situation, get its input. I mean, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's pretty endless. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, content is a big one. Um, again, don't just use it and spit it out and copy and paste like Luke said. But it's a really good, if you're like me, right? If you give me a blank white screen, I might stare at that thing for days, right? But if you give me um, something to just start with, something to go on, and I edit it and I make it mine and I change it up, I'm going to get it done significantly faster, you know, from, from what might take me hours or even days is going to take me a matter of minutes. And uh, so you can really get a lot more material out there, a lot more content out there. And in a world like we live in today, content is king, right? The more information, just like this podcast, every time we put a podcast out, we get phone calls. It's the same thing for you guys. Every time you put content out there, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to get emails and messages and people are going to your website to chat and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, you know, it's the, the opportunities really are endless with this. Yep. 
Yeah. So, I mean, really to wrap up, just kind of going back to what Dallas said, we've taken the uh, GPT and built guidelines around it to where you can actually put it as a chatbot on your website and it's going to pull information from your website. It's going to pull information from your pricing sheet, from your brochures, anything that you want uploaded to that. Um, it's going to pull. And if it doesn't know the answer, it's not going to make up an answer like GPT. Um, but it is uh, really intuitive. It's really smart. It can be integrated well, with any CRM. So, and, and can, um, like we, yeah. we, we talk to a ton of senior living communities every week, right? Um, and it seems like everybody is always constantly updating their website. And I think the reason for that, and this is, I'm, I'm literally thinking out loud here, but this kind of just hit me, but the, um, I think a big reason for that is that people redo the, they redo the website and then it's not getting engagement. And so they're like, Oh, well, because, and what they're ultimately trying to figure out is what information do my website visitors want when they come to my website. And so they redo it. They spend all this time, all this money, all this, all these resources to redo the website. And then guess what? It's not the information they want again. And so then you spend all the more money and more time and more resources trying to figure out what they want instead of just having this simple tool that they can tell you what they want. Because for 25 different prospective families, there might be 35 different things that they're looking for, right? And so if you, if you put these tools in place, it can eliminate a lot of that work that frankly isn't necessary because as long as you give you know, we, we, our last episode, actually, we went really deep into what the, the three areas you really need to have on your website. So if you didn't listen to that podcast, go back and listen to it. There's a ton of value in there, but if they're not engaging, right, give them this one simple tool to just tell you what they want, right? Catch them before they go to, you know, one of the aggregate sites and, and then they want to sell you the lead for thousands of dollars. Uh, this is really a simple way to, um, to take, let's go back to use those numbers and say you have 500 visitors a month and right now you're generating 20 or 30 leads from that. Well, put this in there and start a conversation with 100 of them or 150 of them and turn that into 15, 20, 30 tours. Uh, and that's where, that's where things get to be a lot of fun for your website. So you can just go to movingmachine.com slash demo and you can see our chat widget that we've incorporated with GPT, but we've given it guidelines and you can ask it questions about this fake senior living community that we've created uh, and you can play around with it and, and see how it works. And then if you're really interested in that and you want that for you, just click on the button that says book a call and Dallas can chat with you more about that.